Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. Ladies and gentlemen, the winner of this contest and new intercontinental champion, Ricky the Dragon Coming to you from Fabulous Studio B in Bradenton, Florida, it's the Schoolboy Roundup. I'm your host, Daniel Solorzano, and also your host is Andy Liner. Say hi to the P... Ah, I fucked it up. Say hi to the people, Andy. And no! <laughs> Rest in peace, Fink. Oh, man. What a... What a... This week has not been a great week for wrestling. No, it's it's... It's been one of the worst, which is why we're here. Oh, God. So Howard Howard Finkel, uh, yeah. Howard Finkel passed away today, which is a uh, that that sucks. Um, dude, that guy, fucking the Fink man, the Fink man. Just 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 think about all the shit that he was that he was around for. Man, he was around for all the good shit, and and that dude was uh, certainly a character and. Everybody had a fink that they liked to do. Um, obviously, Old Gallows hits hits the the meanest fink in the world. Um, you know, which hey, he'll he'll come up later. But uh, yeah, man, fink really. When I think about the term and new, he's the guy that I think of. I don't know if he was the very first person to do it or not, but as far as I'm concerned, it's his. Sure. It's, you know, yeah, that, that, that voice, uh, he was, he was that, that he was that homie for a long time. Yeah. He had such a unique voice, man. All the way through the eighties and the nineties fucking, mm-hmm. uh, old, old Sheiky gave him, gave him a good, uh, gave him a good send off on, uh, yeah. Instagram and Twitter today. Yeah, man. 
I can't believe the Iron Sheik is still alive. If I'm, if I'm Dude, gonna I'm, be honest, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. <laughs> like espe- that guy is wild. <laughs> like especially after that that fucking movie, dude. I'm just like, how did all the, how did he outlive all these people? Like makes no sense. Fuck. Like he's, he's st- he must be the youngest because of his his uh, he's still got a presence on social media. So he's he's almost like a young man in some sorts. Dash. Yeah. I mean, like. I can't believe he's still kicking around. I can't believe a uh, fucking Ra- Razor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like dude, Razor should have been. Like honestly, I was like, I'm surprised he outlasted Eddie. To be quite honest, I I hope no one ever dies. Honestly, yeah, that... I never want anybody to die. Um, but yeah, rest in peace, Fink. Man, you're the man. Um, I don't think anybody thinks of. Can anybody think of a bad Fink moment? You know what I'm saying. He just did his job to the best of his ability, and everybody remembers him. So he was and, awesome, and he was a fun little rat fink little fuck. Yeah, in, in, yeah. In the in the '90s, in the Attitude Era, that ah, the, oh God, there's there's so much. They love to fuck with him. Yeah, you know? oh, there's so much good stuff there. Uh, re- rest in peace. And also, you know, I'm just gonna say this because uh, I'm. Uh, First Blood is one of my favorite movies, and fucking Brian Dennehy fucking died today too, man. Dude, man, that sucks so bad. Ah, oh. and yeah, man, yeah, like ah, uh, dude, like so. Th- this this bear is saying about the movie First Blood, and uh, yeah, I know this is a wrestling podcast, but just bear bear with me. Like I've been going through things today. Hey, First okay? Blood is a type of match, so. <laughs> It ties in. There we there we go. That exactly. Thank you. So when when people think of Rambo, they they're thinking they're thinking Rambo two and Rambo three. They're thinking him running through the jungle, fucking right. machine guns blazing. You know, like that's that's what people typically think when they think about Rambo. The first Rambo movie, which is called First Blood, is about John Rambo. It's based off the book First Blood, and. It's it's a very psychological manhunt movie in the fucking forests of uh, yeah I, I, yeah and like what like Washington I I, th- I think they actually shot it in like Canada but like it's it's that kind of like you know like they're hunting him in the fucking fir trees in the fucking mountains and shit and you know in north north uh, northwest United States and it. It's such a it's such a psychological movie, and Brian Dennehy as the the fucking smarmy small town fucking cop in that movie, who you know he does John yeah. Rambo is a fucking transient who is like a a fucking prisoner of war in Nam or whatever fucking war he was in, and uh like he he's just trying to find a place to eat. Like he's just trying to fucking exist, and Brian Dennehy is just a piece of shit in that movie. <laughs> right. Pilots him from one end of the town to the other, and he's like, he's like, yeah, man, just uh, uh, don't don't come into my town. This is a small, sleepy town, and we like it that way. <laughs> and you know, like Rambo wasn't gonna do anything, and then that whole that whole movie is because fucking Brian Dennehy was just such a good heel. In yeah. that movie, and it's like that's 
Like that, I always think about Brian Dennehy. Like that's how I think about that dude is just fucking in first blood, and like how wild that fucking movie gets. And it's like Rambo movies are fun, but First Blood is legitimately like enthralling cinema. No doubt. And you can't have hot shots without Rambo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Part two. Part two. <laughs> and I think of him in Tommy Boy, and he was one of my favorite parts no. of Tommy Boy. He oh, was absolutely. so damn lovable. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, rest in peace to two legends. Um, oh, he was you know, Romeo plus Juliet, too. Ro- yeah, I loved that movie. Loved that movie. Fuck yeah. God Young damn. Leo, man. We, Young we, Leo. we lost two real ones today, man. Fuck. We did, man. Yeah. It sucks. Uh, we lost them, and WWE lost about thirty people. So. Oh my God! Yeah, please start start telling these kind folks about this. This this has been a. Yeah. We're we're in like week four of of lockdown in mm-hmm. in Florida right now. Um, right. And yeah, just like. Th- <laughs> They, dude, they, dude, this fucking country. I'm telling you, man. Like, okay, I, I just like we'll we'll get to all the people in a second. First yeah, yeah, off, yeah. like, legitimately, no shit. Uh, Florida deems Vince McMahon. Uh, they deem WWE essential business. Essential. Yeah. Which essential. Absolutely isn't. What? Okay. So <laughs> yeah. so like. They they deem they deem that essential, and then not even a fucking day later, like there's uh, please please verify this that yeah. uh they were they're saying that like uh Trump is putting together this council of fucking billionaires to like help Dude. set the economy straight oh again, God. and Vince McMahon is one of the people on the fucking council. Oh, you can't make this shit up. You cannot make this shit up. Oh oh yeah, the XFL is bankrupt. By the way, they're they're yeah. liquidating that. <laughs> Dude, Try, they're trying to find buyers to become, pay off predators. Our world's become wrestling, and they're the NWO. <laughs> I mean, what the hell is going on? It's yeah. So his buddy uh, Donnie labels WWE essential. Uh, we find out that WWE has about five hundred million dollars. Uh, uh, Ron, Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis said that he was essential, but the yeah. But look, we know they, what happened. Yeah, they're they're buddies. Yeah. I know. I know what's going yep. on. <clears throat> so so all of this is going on. We find out the WWE is in great cash flow situation, which means they're going to be fine throughout this whole thing. They've done enough to, you know, where they're OK. They could take care of all of their loyal employees that have have been around. I, I, I maybe. I would understand this from a lot of organizations that just don't have that kind of cash flow. WWE was in great shape, and all of a sudden we start hearing about people that just signed deals recently. People that um, left their wrestling schools to come here. People that, you know, re-signed contracts just recently um, and haven't said bad words about WWE and social media People like that that have just been around for over a decade in the company and they cut them loose. And it's just, it sucks, man. I'm not going to lie to you. This is a, this is a weird thing for me to say because it's been a long time, but I canceled my network. 
I can't. I canceled the network. Which, if you know me, that's a pretty big deal. Uh, yeah. That. that wow. That. Yeah. That's that. That fucking that shocks me. Uh, mm-hmm. now you said people have been around for over a decade. Uh, let's get to what I want to say is the number one name on that list. Who's been with WWE for thirty fucking years? Oh yeah, dude. Wow. They cut Kurt Angle. Yeah. Like you you couldn't find a fucking job for Kurt Angle to do in in this fucking time? Like Dude, it, Mike Kyoto. Mike Kyoto. He's he's the head referee. They cut the head what referee. The I, fuck? For, I forgot that I saw Mike Kyoto on there. I remember seeing that name I was like Mike Kyoto. It's like he's Yeah, the, that doesn't even make sense. He's the main fucking ref. ref. Yeah. And how much are refs really getting paid? The thing is all you had to do and look I'm a. I know a lot of our friends and and stuff like that aren't a fan of this dude. Um, I am a Brock fan. However, you're paying him probably what is it eight and a half nine million dollars something like that. You literally you get rid of him, and all of these dudes and ladies' jobs are saved. Uh, yeah. It, it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, and this you know this goes this goes right back. To they just paid Goldberg shit tons of money to do Mania with no fans. <laughs> yeah, they they sure did. Uh, and so, like this, this to me is like now maybe you're starting to reconcile the thing uh, uh, things that I you know like I've long since like I get what's going on. Yeah, and I moved past it, and it's just like. You can only turn you can only turn your head the other way so long about a soulless money suck like money fucking hungry company like this whose literal like every decision is is only based on how do we get the most money out of this. Yep. And it's like and and then who cares what happens to you know to whatever. Now I don't want to sound callous. Uh, but you know, these people, a a lot, I I will say that there's a good, a fair to good chance that a lot of the people who had re-signed their contracts by this point knew what this fucking company was about. Yeah. Listen, this is a, this is a terrible time for fucking, for fucking everyone. And I'm not, I am not going to say you reap what you sow. As 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 much as much as I want to, this under normal circumstances, this this never this would never happen, and I yeah. I can't I can't shit on these people for making a decision because you know like it's some you know some of these people just signed up because easy fucking job I don't have to do anything yeah. I I don't have to perform very much and I get a fucking paycheck and it's awesome. I guess here's my issue, right? So we got a ton of people that wanted out of their contracts that the WWE would not allow out of their contracts. And they were saying, we will pay you just to sit your ass at home and do nothing. Right. So as a company, you were wasting money on talent. You would not use, you wouldn't cut free people that wanted to leave. And then all of a sudden you fire a bunch of people and maybe there's a few names that are going to benefit off of this, um, you know, for their mental, you know, the fact that they wanted to be doing different creative stuff. 
But there's a lot of people here that were doing live events all over the place. And even though they weren't TV people, they were loyal people that were sticking with the company. Yeah. And you need a lot of them. Yeah, that that that's true. Cause I, I always I, I always forget to take house shows into account yeah. and and like main event and stuff like that. And while we aren't seeing a lot of these people on TV a lot of the time, they're definitely like busting their asses, breaking yeah. their backs. Do it, and they're do the it. hands putting other people over. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know. Now, so yeah. What I what I, I find the list. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. You go. go no, no, no. Go ahead. Um, what what I find funny about this situation is that now, you know, Vince is like, okay, let's we're gonna release all these people or whatever. And if if the reason of not wanting to let people out of their contracts is was fear of them going to greener pastures or, you know, like going, going to AEW. I'm just, I'm recklessly speculating right now, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. It's a yeah. wild, wild speculation. So, but I, I bet you Vince is the kind of guy who doesn't realize that like AEW has Tony Khan money. Correct. So, Not just Tony Khan money, Shad Khan money. Right. So his dad's money goes long. He's richer than Vince. Right. So, so like in the grand scheme of things, like I just feel, I just feel like I, I wouldn't be surprised if Vince, you know, like, like really believes that AEW is a rinky dink pissant company when there's a bunch of people around him going like, dude, they've got money to get through anything we can get through. Right, 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 right. So and granted, this is the time. If you're a ruthless, heartless individual, this is the time that you cut people because guess what? They can't just immediately take their WWE name and cash in on it because a lot of organizations, including AEW, because Tony Khan is a smart man, um, they're not going to take these people, a lot of these people right now because guess what? There's nowhere to, there's nowhere to go. There's, you know, there's no live fans at all these indie shows they're the people that are hurting the worst. Um, so he probably realizes, well, they can't capitalize on their name right now. It's going to be a few months and then it's going to have died down, you know? And that's true. That is true. So um, let's just go through the list and um, let me let me throw out some of the names and then we can just kind of talk about uh, the big ones that kind of we could see in certain different organizations sure. or doing certain things. That, that, um, that sounds fun. The first one was done prior to these cuts. And honestly, it was completely surprising. Um, and I was immediately like, obviously, these guys are AEW bound. Um, the Revival, man, FTR. Yeah, uh, it's... I'm. I mean... I I can't see any scenario where AEW is not clambering to get those guys, uh, ex except for the one scenario of that like you, you honest honest to fucking Christ, I think they do way better in New Japan right now. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I just think, and maybe they do that, and then they come over there. You have ready-made angles with all of the FTR stuff that Cody was doing for months and Big months time. and months. And then they even put FTR, which was so surprising to all of us, on their trunks <laughs> in the WWE. It's like, whoa, they got away with it. 
<laughs> you know? And so you have already ready-made stories to go that the AEW and even bigger than that, indie fans and, and some WWE fans are just going to sink their teeth into it's already set to go. You don't even have to do much. You can do some different stuff on the elite. You can do an, a revival takeover of the elite on YouTube. Like there's so many different things that you can do. So, um, and obviously AEW does tag team wrestling better than anybody else, but I do agree with you that it would make sense to go to new Japan, continue like for all your verbal jabs and YouTube videos you know, at, at Cody and the elite, you know, and just keep building that story up. And that, and that'll be good. That, that'll be good because if, if like for, first off the, uh, the new Japan heavyweight tag roster is, is lacking. There's just, there's just not enough yeah. fucking manpower there. Yeah. Um, so like that, like I, I think those dudes could go over there and be tag champs real fucking quick. Because yeah, well, the, the tag champs yeah. right now are Tanahashi and Ibushi. They're not even a fucking tag team. Which, shout out to Tanahashi. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. You're beautiful. You beautiful. You know what? Let's hit that, and then we'll get back to the list. Yeah, it's so beautiful, where, man. Where, where WWE ruthlessly cuts a bunch of fucking people to and conserve money. And then says money. essential so we can continue to wrestle and make money. TV money. <laughs> Uh, Tanahashi gets uh, a consortium of pe- of people together to make sure everyone is funded to get through this fucking crisis. Oh my god, what a beautiful man! And says that that the wrestling, how he worded it was so beautiful. Um, wrestling should be the last thing that comes. Everything else should get started up first, um, because then and only then will we know that we're back. Hell yes, there, man. There's there's a reason why he's the fucking ace of the universe. Yeah, not not of the not of Japan, not of the world. Right. The fucking universe. He's yeah. he's the one. No one else. No one else in the universe is putting in more work right now. He's fucking Neo, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh. Um. Yeah, man. But like, and and like the good the good thing with F if FTR went to New Japan. They they they're gonna be champs real fast. That that's just that's just a fucking given because they're such a good tag team. They'll right. be they'll be able to run riot over there. Like hopefully, hopefully we could see them over there in time for World Tag League. Ooh, yeah, baby. And the well, and the they, best- they got straight up. They they might not have the three month deal because. They weren't part of this whole thing that happened. They were done right before this. So I don't know if they have the three-month, uh, you know, thing or not. Uh, re- regardless, I don't think anything do. major yeah. is going to be happening within three exactly. months fucking anyway. Exactly. So, um, But but between, between that and the fact that uh, they can cut whatever promos they want to, you yeah. know, during during the post during post match interviews, like that's gonna be the perfect place to just shit all shit all over the Dude. elite and Cody and and I like. Well, that. they can shit on everything. They can shit on the WWE. Oh yeah, they can I, shit I like on so on Cody and the elite. They can shit on like <laughs> they're the type of dudes that are gonna do that and and it's gonna be amazing. Them unfiltered, I think, is gonna be incredible. Um, I can't wait to hear that. 
And kind of, you said they might, they would probably win the tag team belts. We have another tag team that was surprising to me, considering how close they are to AJ and the fact that they just re-signed deals too. Gallows and Anderson on the street. <sighs> yeah, that's uh... a... <laughs> God damn. Yeah, that's that's another one. Um. You got you got you got to wonder what those what those guys are going to do. Um well first you, off they're going to start their weekly podcast that WWE should have been treating them like the new day and allowing them to do all these off-camera extra things to build themselves up and to help shows on the network and things like that. These guys are tailor-made to do that like Edge and Christian, like the new day and you wasted it. You wasted it. And now they're going to go out. They're going to be unfiltered. They're going to be able to do their thing podcast-wise. And they're going to be a better version of themselves, you know, in New Japan and then maybe over in AEW, too. I just want to hear more about Carl Anderson's hot Asian wife. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, God. That's... He, he, start, he just started... Ca- casually mentioning his hot Asian wife. And I was like, that's, that's great. I don't know why I, yeah. it, but, but it's, it's and now it's a thing. It, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> he, he has a beautiful family, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was like, I, I saw a picture of him with his family. And I was like, I was like, Oh yeah. He always do be saying he has a hot Asian wife. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. This is, good. this is a beautiful family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Continuing the tag team um, angle, we got also have Hawkins and Ryder, and they were doing a good job with like their outside of wrestling stuff. Yeah, so so those so that that is a weird uh, that's a weird thing too because these are like you these are these guys that you know like I I wanted I want to say that Hunter or whoever was like. We're gonna get these guys over so hard, and then they're gonna like, and it's yeah. gonna it's gonna be the fucking promised land, and these are like gonna be the fucking the superstars yeah. of this era, and not nothing, nothing. I mean, Zach Zach Ryder won the the IC title at WrestleMania. Uh, yeah, great so, moment. Great so, moment. So, so just just so they could be like. Here's a picture of me when whoever was the Intercontinental Champion at the time, and now here's a picture of me as the Intercontinental Champion. I think it was, I want to say it was like Bret Hart or something. Mm-hmm. Well, you you know what I'm talking about. It's like they let him win that title just so they could fucking show that fluff WrestleMania ooey-gooey bullshit moment yeah, yeah, and immediately yeah. stripped the next, him of the title yeah, the next yeah. day. Like, it was that week. Uh, it, it, was it, was, it was literally the next day he yeah, fucking it the lost next it day and never even it, came yeah. close to getting it back. And then, talk about making chicken salad out of chicken shit. <laughs> fucking, like, um, Hawkins, man, he turned a losing streak into one of the coolest like wrestling angles for a while. Yeah. You know? it, it's, and so it, it's like, fuck man. Like you, you get a person that can 
Yeah, you can go inside the ring too, man. He said it right: chicken salad out of chicken shit. And it's like you you deal you deal like they deal these people the worst hand, and then somehow these people are able to make it fucking work. And it's like you don't in like like why don't they realize like oh maybe I should put some more time into this fucking guy. And have him be whatever, and then it's and then it's like weird because then like you have a dude like Drew McIntyre who is the dude. fucking champion now. Yeah, 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 exactly. And th- um, those guys were those guys were in a fucking thing, and I mean, and, fu- and fucking Jinder Mahal was the fucking champion. Like, well, that leads you right into the next point that Heath Slater got cut. Yeah. So you got gender. You got all three members of Three MB. Two of them got cut got jacked, came back, won world titles. Can Heath Slater make it a third? Heath Slater, I believe he's got some some real good work that he's going to be able to do somewhere because um, that man can talk. That man can talk his ass off. So I don't know where he's going to go. Like he, You know what? I'd probably like to see him an impact um, just because I think he can make a large impact um, he could be like a, how Christian did back in the day, you know, you could see that type of thing from, him. I know the impact's not like viewed big time, but even, even, um, Ryder and Hawkins would make a lot of sense there or ring of honor. Um, I, those you know what? I think of places. I bet he could do really well in NWA. Yeah, you, you actually, you're right. Actually, he's Slater in NWA is gold. That's perfect. That's yeah, where you put him. Like yeah. I, I, I think I, I think he, I think just for that that crowd of eighty people yep. uh-huh. <laughs> that, are, that are going to that thing every week in fucking Atlanta, Georgia. Like I think Heath Slater would just be able to fucking Perfect. immediately, immediately get into that crowd and do well. You're there. absolutely right. That's where <laughs> Heath Slater belongs, um, at least for a while. He's a, and he, I'm pu- I'm putting this down right now. Heath Slater, future television champ. I love it. I love it. That's honestly, that's that's such a perfect fit. And you know what? It was cool to watch his video. He wasn't at all bitter. He was just like thankful that he did, I think, 17 years or something like that. Um, and, and he said he's been everywhere. He was just grateful. And he's like, honestly, I lost a lot of my fire because everything I did for the last however many years was always about putting other people over. And that's and and at some point that becomes that wears down on you, sure. Um, because it's never about you; it's always about how can you help somebody else, right? And which, which I understand. And I, and I think there's something to be said. Uh, you know, I I always like to uh, I like to quote Jim Jeffries in these types of scenarios, and you know he says you can't you can't fight hate with hate. You can only you can only fight it with love. And yeah. yeah, you know, the people who are fighting you with hate will, you know, they'll say what they'll say, but if you keep fighting it with love, eventually everyone is just going to see the other person as the asshole. There you go, man. And, <laughs> it's well said. And, you know, this is, Andy canceled his uh his WWE Network subscription, so. It's big time. It's big time. <laughs> you know, we're. Yeah. Weird fucking. I get that my ten. I get that my ten dollars doesn't hurt one bit. But if you have people like me who are just like, 
eh, I'll just get $10 taken out of my account for the next 30 years and it won't be a big deal. If you have a bunch of people like me that are like, man, I really, there was so many moments that so many of my friends are like, I'm canceling. And then they would add back 60 days later or whatever. Um, or they would cancel and just not do it. Like, and I was always like, yeah. And then like, I just never did it. This was enough for me to say I'm done. Um, you know, which is pretty crazy, but um, hey, don't, don't also- worry though. Cause we're actually, uh, between me and you, we're actually taking 20 bucks out of his pocket every month. That's right. And that's, that's, right. that's a significant amount of money. Don't ever let anyone tell Like if you had 20 bucks in your pocket and you lost mm-hmm. 20 bucks, you'd, it wouldn't like, yeah. if you had 200 bucks in your pocket, and you lost 20 bucks. You'd be like, I swear I had another 20 in here. I know. Yeah, exactly. I like, um, the, I like the idea of a uh, Vince sitting down for, for like a giant steak dinner. And yeah. you know he's he's eating first before everyone else. <laughs> of course, which by and, the way, and, and then he's like, "Oh, I'll, I'll I'll pay for this." And then he starts he like it comes time to pay, and he starts rifling through his through his yeah. wallet, and he's like, "Fuck! I swear I thought I had another 20, 20 bucks in here." And then he you has guys to, seen my he, twenty. He had he has to he has to be like, "Hey, Hunter, man, I'm sorry. I I swear to God, I thought I had another twenty bucks in here. Can you like throw throw that down <laughs> for the tip? And then it's like, can you imagine how mortified that would make him? And that yeah. you and I did that to him. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's he's searching under the table looking for the twenty dollar bill. <laughs> oh man. Um. So as as pod- positive as he Slater's was, was as heartbreaking as Drake Mavericks was. Drake Maverick like had me like welling up a bit watching his video, um, you know, because he he was just so broken up about it, and he loved his job despite like you know him being like the the joke, him being the joke of of every segment he was in. He loved it, and and it's a bummer to see somebody like that, but I I know he's gonna be able to to go somewhere else and yeah, I'm, and take I mean, a manager. He's going to be fine. Yeah. He'll, I'm, I mean, he's it, like, he straight away probably almost certainly has a guaranteed job at impact. If he, if he wants to go back to impact, absolutely. Like that's, absolutely. Immediately go back to impact. Yep. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's a fuck. He's a, he's a fun guy, man. Rockstar yeah, spud. Man. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> which brings us to EC three who very well could go back if he wants WWE just completely, I don't even know what they were doing. They took EC3 and moved him up, and everybody was like, what the hell are they moving him up for right now? Like, Cannon he was, fodder. He was, he was killing shit on NXT, and you could see where it was, was headed he, to. Was he, though? Well, I mean, when he was on, people were, like, into it, and it was like, okay, let's, let's put him up there. Like, he had some good stuff with Velveteen Dream. Um which Velveteen kills it with everybody, but he had some really great stuff. He had a good, like, little walkout where he pointed to his name. Like, they could totally have done the MJF route with EC3, and they just completely botched that. Like, how do you botch that? I don't understand. But he's going to be fine. He's going to go somewhere and be very good. I personally would love to see. I don't know if they would do it. Um, but I would love to see him and MJF 
get together almost. <laughs> oh, and, that would be that would be fun. Yeah. Just, oh God, that would be funny. <laughs> it would be the most obnoxious tag team of all time, and it would be fantastic. <laughs> Give me that all day, but uh, he's going to be fine. He's a young stud. I'm, you know, I mean, I stud. love the idea of those two just out assholing each other. <laughs> and like, that's, mm-hmm. that's their whole angle. Just who's the bigger asshole. Yeah. It would be fantastic. And, and it's, it's probably MJF, but not yeah. by a lot. <laughs> no, no, exactly. Um, Leo rush. This is a dude I want to see go over to new Japan. Yeah. And I want to see him just do work and get 35 minutes in the ring with somebody. Oh, Le- uh, fucking Leo Rush and Takahashi, bro. Oh, 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 you know, it would be a lot of fun. Le- Give me Leo Rush versus Zack Sabre Jr. <sighs> Oh, give me Leo Rush versus uh, fucking Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay and Leo Rush going, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Which I know Will Ospreay's in this cruiserweight tourney coming up, but I don't know. It's still a part of me feels like he's not coming over. You know, I don't, I don't. Will Will Ospreay's in a cruiserweight tournament? I believe so. That would be strange because he legitimately went heavyweight. He's a Red Pro champ now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's Will Ospreay. Yeah, we we can look that up. I I I know I know for right now he's definitely the Rev Pro heavyweight champ. And good good for him for for getting that man. Like he man, his his 2019 was so fucking stellar from from like 20 uh from 2018 when he was beefing with Takahashi right before uh right before uh, Takahashi broke his neck or whatever. And and the the, uh, the transformation of just tacking on all that fucking yeah. bulk. And if you like look at Will Osprey now, from Will Osprey like when he was when he was feuding with with Takahashi, it like he was a little fucking beanpole. I was like, fuck, man, like homie tacked on a lot of fucking mass. And I'm yeah. really glad that he was able to that he was able to uh to get that Rev Pro Heavyweight Championship off of Zack Saber Jr. who was almost destined to be fucking buried with that championship. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, so I got it wrong. Basically what it was is Will Ospreay revealed and this just came out a couple days ago, so that's why it threw me off. Right. Will Ospreay talks WWE wanting him full time after Cruiserweight Classic. So it was after the last Cruiserweight tournament the WWE wanted him full time. Okay. That yeah. now that that makes sense. So that's uh, that's old news but he's kind of talking about it now. Yeah, that, exactly. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes. Uh, yeah, I could, I could see, I could see that. Was he in? Was he in the cruiserweight classic? That's what I'm. That's what I'm blanking on. I don't re- like. I remember Saber Junior being in it. I don't remember Osprey being in it. I don't think Will Osprey was in it. I think so, so. Triple H must have called him up and been like, "Hey, you know, we're bringing all these." Sm- I bet that's what was going on. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Osprey versus Leo Rush. Give me that every day of the damn week. Um, who else we got? We got Aiden English, which I believe this guy could be a superstar manager or a superstar on the commentary desk. Um, I don't know if his health is preventing him from wrestling. Um, if not, then obviously let him go somewhere. But a place where he could go 
um, where he could do announcing and wrestling or managing. That's the type of place I would like to see him. Um, so any of those type of places are a perfect fit for him. Um, he is he is married to a Guerrero, I believe, right? Uh, your guess is as good as mine. Yeah, I think he's married to Chavo. Um, <laughs> to, to Chavo Guerrero. Um, so maybe maybe he can go to Raquel Diaz, is who he's married to. Um, so she, what? Oh, so Vicky Guerrero. She, so he's married to Eddie and Vicky's daughter. Okay. Um, is is what it is. So. You know, obviously he could go do something um, with, I guess we don't have Lucha anymore, right? Lucha Underground? But, yeah. Uh, I know there were some things about El Rey Network not having a lot of access to cable stations, but I didn't hear about right. Lucha Underground getting canceled. Okay, well, that would be a great place for him to go. Um you know, but yeah, any any place like that, I think I think that dude's got a voice of an angel. Um, you know, he was one of the biggest parts of the other guy that is no longer. And actually, they could get together and do some fun stuff. Um, the biggest star that got cut, Rusev. Yeah, now that that is a that's wild, man. Like, and, and yeah, so and they didn't cut Lada. They didn't <laughs> cut Lada. What? Ah, uh, gosh. Well, you know, uh, allow me Total to wild, allow me to wildly speculate again. But yeah. something tells me that Vince McMahon likes blonde chicks with big fake tits. I'm, I'm just say you're right. I'm, I'm gonna say you're right. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm just spitballing here. But yeah. I'm thinking that if his uh, harem grows to include people with those specifications, that they'll. I just I I I feel I feel I feel bad for saying that. I'm just I'm just It's the truth. I'm just well, call, weird... I'm just calling it like I see it. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not saying that any of those women are not talented because they're all they're all super. Everyone in WWE is is top tier elite talent. As yep. to what cards they're dealt, that's another fucking story. Right. Um but you Even know, our favorites I, get get dealt shitty cards, you know. But you know, again, like I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I see these people and they they don't have fake boobs, and then they do, and you know, if that makes you feel, if that makes you feel like a more complete person, because I know that that does do that for for some women that like that's the impetus to to, then that's, to get that that's, that's fine that's awesome do you yeah. fucking do you I'm uh, but I'm, if you feel pressured into getting it because it's gonna make you better on TV and it's gonna put you in better eyes to Vince that's where it sucks and and I only and I only say that it sucks because I'm I'm sorry if you felt like you got pressured if you pressured Correct. into that or that yeah. you feel like you had to convince yourself that it was a good idea because if you do even like the slightest amount of research about breast augmentation it's not good for you 100% of the time. Right, right. Like uh it's and, better to be natural. And it's you uh, like be because like there's a hundred percent chance that 
that down the line, it's like something is going to happen. So it's just like, I just, I just think about that and it's, uh, and th this might just be the practical person in me, you know? And uh, like, where, whereas, whereas Andy is a dude who will spend mad bucks on shoes. For me, yeah. shoes are like, like I've got a, a utilitarian mindset. I'm like, right. Okay. How, like, is, is this going to be useful to me? And like, if I'm throwing my body down onto the floor for a fucking living, I would think that like getting a boob job would be Yeah, how does that help? Um you know? And also let me conclude all of this by saying I I'm, I'm a man and my opinion doesn't fucking matter in this situation. Correct, correct. So I I, I don't care what whatever the female wants is what she should do. Um but they shouldn't be pressured into it either way. It's kind of weird splitting apart Lana and Rusev, um, actual husband and wife. Um, you know, I guess that's good she still has a job, but she still has a job because of Total Divas, not because of wrestling, uh, which yeah. is interesting. Um, however, what I will say is I'm very excited to see what Rusev's going to do. I believe in a lot of these cases... Um, you know, Tony Khan shouldn't go out and spend money just to spend it on all these talents. And plus, they're not in front of live crowds. If there's one name I'm going after right now, though, it's Rusev. Rusev is a damn star, and he's not been able to do everything that he could do because he's been handcuffed in terms of this is what your character is. This is what I want you to do. We all know from any up, up, down, down videos or total divas or anything else that we've seen him on that man is hilarious he's a chameleon he can do anything <laughs> he's so good <laughs> and and he is going to be a huge star somewhere they're going to be calling him back trying to get him back and uh, we could see a drew mcintyre type thing where he blows up um outside of the scene and maybe comes back or maybe he's the type of dude that's like fuck you guys i'm done with you um but that's a man that wanted out of his contract a long time ago. And so for him, I think it's a good thing because he finally got out of it. Um, but he's a superstar. I, I wanted to talk about Aiden English for just for one second. I yeah, think, yeah. I, I think uh, I think he'd probably really flourish on, on the indies for a while. Just go, just go, back, so to, just go yeah. back to the indies and just fi find what you can do. And maybe mm -hmm. be, maybe link back up with Simon Grimm. I mean, who, who fucking knows? I mean, dude, um. Aiden English going to MLW would be an awesome fit. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, now, with Rusev, I love that his, his, his message was short and sweet. Just, Rusev, out. Here's a picture of me on a tank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful thing. I love Rusev. And, and like... Dude, like... Oh, my God. They, they always do that wank job every year. About a uh, WrestleMania moment, WrestleMania, and it's like it's you can try to fabricate a WrestleMania moment all you want to, but somebody somewhere was like, "Let's have Rusev ride in on a fucking tank," and no one is ever gonna forget that for the uh, if you saw that WrestleMania, yeah. you'll never forget that for the rest of your life. Rusev, Rusev rode came in, in on a, on a fucking, fucking tank. tank. And oh, and lost to John Cena, but no one's yeah. but no one's gonna remember. I don't that. even remember who he wrestled that match. Yeah, he lost the United States Championship yeah. to John Cena, but 
But yeah. the important thing is he rode in on a fucking tank. That oh is God. correct. And all, and yeah. also this is this is just the musician in me and uh Bone Bonesaw really turned me on to this song. Uh but the uh the Russian na- uh <laughs> <laughs> the fucking Russian national anthem is just like okay. such a good composition. <laughs> I like that. Um, but Rusev Day could join together for a little while if they wanted to do that too. Um, that was one of the most over things that we've seen since the Yes movement, to be quite honest. Rusev Day was huge, and I truly believe that WWE didn't capitalize on that, which is weird. Like, follow your fans. Follow what they're talking about and and vibing with, but um, yeah, both of those guys, I think they got great futures. Um, I just love the idea of Vince sitting in that booth and fucking Rusev comes yeah. out and like 20,000 fans are off their fucking seats and he yeah. says Rusev day and then somehow they're twice as loud and Vince is just sitting back there going like, this is never going to get over. <laughs> right, yeah. And they're selling more merchandise of Rusev day shirts than like damn near anything for a while. Like all you had to do is filter little hint. All you got to do to figure out who the WWE is pushing is go to the WWE shop, filter by top sellers, and those are the people they're going to push. Ah, oh, gosh. It, it, um, it is it is funny, too, because it's like, then I imagine him going like, all right, well, we'll make some T-shirts. And then literally put no effort into it and yeah, be like, yeah, yeah. I knew I knew that wasn't gonna last. <laughs> so crazy. Um we got Eric Young. I I don't know, maybe he'll go back to TNA and help out some of the young talent. Eric um, Eric Young would do uh he do really well in NWA. They they He he actually, yeah, you're absolutely right. He would do well there. And he's done some stuff outside of wrestling in terms of like outdoor shows and stuff like that. Eric Young's just got a great personality. Um, awful voice, but great personality. Uh, he, like he's, he's one of those dudes where it's like, uh, okay, like let's immediately start working him against Trevor Murdoch. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like the, like yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they've got, they've got those, they've got those big old timey hosses at NWA that you just literally don't have in any promotion. So you got guys like Trevor Murdoch and mm-hmm. uh, fucking uh, t- uh, Tim Storm, you know the 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 old the these old barrel chested fucking dudes that have yep. been doing it for all eternity, and like NWA is like, homies, you're fucking welcome here. We'll we'll get we'll get you on the program, and it's and they work they work those crowds good. They're good at what they're what they're doing. You know, is Trevor Murdoch ever gonna be the fucking WWE champion? No. Uh, I won't. I won't say never, because never is a long time. But if I'm being right, realistic, right. but is Trevor Murdoch damn entertaining? Hell yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's all you need in certain places. Um, Sarah Logan. This one was kind of weird. They split her up from her husband. I know you just pissed off another one of your best tag teams. Congratulations. And Sarah Logan was a good worker. You broke up the riot squad when you didn't need to. Um, The riot squad was actually working. I just don't think that she is blonde or has. Yeah, that's true. And she's not like this, like she's not this person that you're going to put on total divas. So Vince isn't going to be into her. Um, But Sarah Logan, let me give you a fit for this. When you ready for this hit me, let her go over. B 
because there's no women in this group now, but let her go over and kick it with the exalted one. Okay. Right? Okay. They don't have okay, okay, they don't okay, have okay, women okay, yet. Okay, 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 okay. Um so it would be cool if she was kind of running the show from the women's perspective of that and she got some women's and all of a sudden you got like a big group um cuz my goodness the videos um that Luke Harper has been doing um sorry that's not his name now but um the videos he's been doing have been simply hilarious and I love what he's been doing um, like I I I didn't I didn't understand uh, the the whole the whole video about him eating steak until I saw like the article the next day where he was yeah. like, "This is something that's literally actually happened in real life before," and it's <laughs> and it's just like every time, every time, just oh my god, just well, fucking the megalomaniac his... that Vince yeah, McMahon is. Dude. It's insane. Listen to his uh, podcast he did with uh, Jericho. Talk is Jericho. Have you heard that yet? I haven't heard it yet. Okay, it's it's a must to listen to, but one of the things that he mentioned is is Vince kept telling him and kept being convinced that he should be playing this, southern. this guy with this southern accent from from the deep south and everything, and he's like, I'm, Vince, I'm, I'm a smart guy from like yeah, New he's York. from Connecticut or something yeah, yeah, weird like that. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm from Long Island. That's not me. And you know, and uh, just let me be me, you know, and um, he wouldn't let him do that. And now he's 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 only been there a little bit, but he's far more interesting than he ever was over at the WWE. Well, um, well, sure, especially because it was a little bit of a curveball, because I thought Matt Hardy was going to end up being the exalted one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was cool how they did the double turn. Yeah. So I was I was like, oh, OK, 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 here you here you here you. Yeah. Yeah, and then speaking of Rowan is now out on the street. I I don't know that they're gonna. I I don't know what Rowan's gonna do. He'll be fine. He's gonna go somewhere. Yeah, you know what? When do you the said, big man role. When you, when you said Eric Young earlier, I thought you were. I, I was thinking of Rowan, and that's yeah, uh, yeah. That as a uh, not who that I I think Rowan would do really really great in NWA. Um, I yeah. mean a- Eric Young. Uh, Eric Young's a, a guy that can play. He can, but Eric Young, I the reason I was like, oh, NWA is because Eric Young's the type of dude that can literally play any type of character you want him to play. Okay. Because if you think about it, he was Santino Morella for TNA before he turned into kind of what he turned into. He did a good job of spinning being the Santino Morella type dude into all of a sudden being the type of dude that he is now. Um, so I think he's a guy that can do characters very well. Um, he's never going to be like your top guy, but he's going to be the type of guy that you can make a good guy or a bad guy. And he's going to be able to do really well at it. Um, who do we have next? We got Mike Kyoto. Obviously he's going to be able to get a job freaking anywhere. Like (laughs) he's Mike Kyoto, uh, Primo and Epico, um, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't. You you know what? It, it's I, I'm I'm sure if they if they wanted if they wanted to keep wrestling, you know, like and like literally anywhere in Mexico, I'm sure they they could. Yeah, exactly. Like, they yeah. they'd be fine to do that. Uh, honestly, I fuck it. Give me I, like just give me tag teams in New Japan pro wrestling. 
I just they just they yeah. just need more heavyweight tag teams over there. It's just yeah. it's just a fact. Primo and Epico would come over and be part of a larger team. They wouldn't. I don't think you would have them on their own, but they could. You could take those two and put them into one of the bigger groups, whatever that is. Put um, them in Lij. <laughs> there you go. That, that works. Um, just we just get, because they're Latinos. Yes, I yeah. know, but <laughs> look. Dare, yeah. dare I use the fact that I'm a Latino to justify that? Sure. <laughs> there you go. So deal with it. Um, we got Mike and Maria. They were absolutely smashing shit um, before they came into WWE. And my God, they got hit with some of the worst angles that we've ever seen. Maria is is a badass. And she still was kind of pulling it off in the sense that, like, you know, you wanted to like hate her and everything. And that's what she was supposed to do. But my God, they got hit with some of the worst angles we've ever seen in TV history. Uh, that, um, yeah, it, it's, it's true. And I like Maria Canellis is a fun, she's a champion. Yes. Like, and yeah, it's, it is, yeah. uh, it's, it just, it's just bad. <laughs> it yeah. Is, Honestly, bad they make they a do. lot of sense in AEW just because, um, Maria could lead a faction against Brandy Rhodes leading another faction. Um, you know, Maria is perfect in that one of those types of roles. Um, Mike can can wrestle his ass off, and he just he did he they made him look so pathetic. Um, they they you know, cucked him. Sucks. They they, cucked they him literally cucked him. <laughs> they cucked cucked him big time. You got no way, Jose. Um, that's a dude. I think. Impact makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I this, uh, so like they, they never did anything good with no way Jose. And like, he's, he's a big dude. So, you yeah. know, f- fucking give like, let him go in and fucking bruise some people up, man. Cause like, right, who's the right. fucking impact champion right now. Ken Shamrock. Dude, yeah. And and the thing is, he's got a great look. No way Jose has a great look. Um and he actually got the his party thing over for, for a long time. It's just it's hard to do that type of thing and, and get it over for a long period of time. Eventually people just get Well yeah, eventually you, know, tired you have to it. you know, you you shed you shed the fucking mantle and you evolved into you know, you evolve into whatever. Yeah, yeah but I mean now we're gonna be looking at it and saying Hey, from No Way Jose's party line, who are the people that broke out the same way that Becky Lynch broke out of her rosebud thing? And you know, actually, literally everyone was a fucking rosebud. Uh, yeah, uh, I know. Uh, yeah. Fucking Braun Strowman was a rosebud, and Becky yeah, Lynch yeah. was in there. And there's there was a couple other. There's people. a few others. Um, and then just kind of a couple others that got that got cut. Uh, Diano Perrazzo. Um, Alexander Jaxic, don't really fully oh, remember I'm, who. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm a moron. Tessa Blanchard is the Impact Champion right now. Oh yeah, 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 that's right. Um, <laughs> oh, Tessie B. So yeah, those are those those are the names. Um, there's some others that I didn't mention that I guess were smaller NXT people. There's supposedly more NXT cu- cuts coming, so it'll be interesting to see who's on that list. Um, but yeah, a ton of people that are super talented and are going to be able to get jobs elsewhere, but it just sucks that you just got labeled essential. You have $500 of ca- $500 million of cash flow 
and you fire them in this time. Um, if I'm a wrestler that's debating, do I want to go over to WWE? If I have options and I don't want to do it just because, and I don't have this feeling I need to go to WWE just to say that I did it, or I don't have to get that paycheck and I can go somewhere else, um, or I'm a big star, I'm really having second thoughts um, coming to this company until Vince is out. Bottom line. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm firmly of the belief at, at this point, like if you're signing with that company, you know what you're getting into. And I, yep. uh, I, you have to know it's, it's, it's clearly right there on the table. It's, for you. it's really, and listen, we all, we all make mistakes and these people are all fucking young looking down the barrel of yeah. lots of fucking money. And it's really hard to convince a 23 year old that like, Listen, I'm telling you, that money looks really good right now, but I promise you it's there's a 90% chance it's going to be the worst fucking experience of your life. Yeah. And you're going to be locked into it. And and like cuz yeah. cuz I know I me at 23 years old would be like, "Ah, fuck it, I'll roll the dice. It's a lot of money. What? I can stand anything yeah. for 5 years for tons of fucking money." That's the thing. You're like, okay, I'm making five hundred dollars for a show, and I'm, I'm, you know, having to drive fourteen hours to the next show, um, you know, and do all these things, and I'm just putting my body through the fucking ringer. Or I can go over to WWE, and they're offering me like a hundred fifty thousand dollars. I can, I can stay in one place. I can train at a state of the art facility. Um, I can learn TV. I can do all that stuff. I think what is is smart is to put that WWE stamp on you, but NXT-wise, you know you're going to get the proper teaching. Go over there, you know, sign like a two-year contract. Don't get locked into like five-year deals. Um, learn what you can learn. If they're going to push you to the next level and you can see light at the end of the tunnel – Maybe you go for it, or if you're like, okay, I can see what they're going to do to me, don't sign that next contract. Take what you learned and take your name that's bigger now and then go over to the Indies. Use them because they're, they're not going to protect you, you know, clearly when you want them to. So, you know what? Use them. Fucking use them. Hell yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah, those are all the cuts. I will say this. The last thing I want to mention is – I had this idea that I think I would love to see an AEW. Um, hopefully they can iron this out, work with the new Japan and work with, I'd love to see four to six, you know, even, even one to, or even like two to three organizations get together. And I think which one of the things that you could do to create newness and, and, and get like those surprise entrances let people go over um, for a while over to New Japan, right? Hang out there, do their thing for a while. And then all of a sudden, boom, like out of nowhere, all of a sudden come, somebody comes in there. You could get fresh talent at like four different organizations. And together, you guys could be taking on WWE as opposed to doing it separately. The other thing I'll mention is it would be fantastic if we finally saw a wrestler's union come out of this. That sh- 
I I honestly just hope that a lot of unions come out of this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, that's I can't I can't really think of anything more to add to that to, to be perfectly honest. Okay. Actually, one last thing. Go support <laughs> your indie wrestling. Um go support them on if they have an individual um site where they're selling t-shirts, go to Pro Wrestling Tees. Um look, Guys like Rusev and stuff like that. I'm not saying don't buy their stuff because still do. But some of the people that are the smaller ones, um, you know, maybe buy a T-shirt. You can cut the $10 WWE network price and go and buy, um, you know, a T-shirt every like month or two, something like that um, to help support some of these these other wrestlers because, you know, they need it far more than a lot of these bigger guys. They just think about Joey Ryan for two seconds. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Joey Ryan's doing well. Yeah. I I mean, it uh I wanted to go I wanted to go see Joey Ryan's penis party. Um I know. I, I, I wanted I wanted to go see it so bad. Uh yeah, it, it's good well 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 said, Andy. I mean he's he's getting impact money. I don't know what impact money is like, but he is getting impact money, so yeah. Well, these wrestlers have done a good job of of being able to not be in WWE and still make outside of their organization money, which is why I support AEW. Um, they let these guys go off and do their own thing. Their contracts were fully guaranteed, which is why we probably won't see them signing a bunch of people right now, if any. Um, but they fully guaranteed the contracts um, versus the big, bad, evil wolf um doesn't necessarily do that. I'm sure they got a severance, but um, yeah, support support all your local wrestling. Um, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if we see uh the the American version of you know what what Tanahashi was doing over in Japan. Uh, that would be really that'd be really cool. You know, if if anyone if anyone with any sort of cloud is uh listening to this. You know, yeah. maybe maybe you think about you know getting getting together and making sure you can fund fund the little guys that are on the fucking indie circuit that that are they're fucked right now. They they yeah. they are all fucked right now. And yep. you know like a lot of you know a lot of these people have fucking mouths to feed and like what it, like if you're if you're a pro wrestler, you're probably like doing that because that's the only thing that you want or know how to do or are good mm-hmm. at. So, I mean, like, it's it's a hard... It's f- fucking... These people don't know about hard times. I'm going to tell you about hard times. Hard times. Yeah. Fucking, it's, it is. It's fucking hard times right now. But, it is, man. But if, if, if someone could get together to look out for, for all those... For all the indie dudes and gals, um, man... God, that would be that would be so righteous of you. Just and yes. I and I know that they would appreciate it. And I'd I'd appreciate anyone who would just fucking place the value of human life above the fucking almighty dollar. Correct, because I've been broke as hell before, but I don't want to die. <laughs> oh man, well. I I got I got to say I think that's about it. You got anything else, Andy? <laughs> that's uh, that's my mic drop. <laughs> uh, 
you you know the score, guys and gals. Uh, you'll hear from us when you hear from us. <laughs> that is correct. Some somehow there's nothing happening in the pro wrestling world right now, and yet there's so much stuff happening. It, it is such a fucking strange time. But I think we'll be able to we'll be able to see p- more more cross promotion stuff. I mean, because now now AEW has got Lance Archer on on, on on top of. He's been so fun to watch. Oh my god, yeah, just oh. they debuted him against Marco's stunt, and I was like, whoever thought of doing this is a fucking genius. Brilliant, so <laughs> brilliant, and that was one of my favorite matches that night. It was so fun to watch. Um, everything just seems like it's picking up steam, even though there's not fans in the building and everything going on. Man, I just. I'm so like thankful for AEW. I'm so thankful for Tony Khan. Um, you know, giving giving another outlet out there to to help these wrestlers out. Um, so yeah, that's that's all I got, man. Right on. I'm gonna recommend you take your uh, extra ten dollars a month. Well, for for now, use it to buy T-shirts. But when the time comes, when all this horrible, horrible never-ending nightmare is over maybe you uh convert that to 999 yen and start spending that every month on a new japan yeah i i have said this when everything's back up and running i'm going to try to support more indie wrestling um i don't know that i can go full the daniel route he's 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 more in tune with a lot of that stuff as is Wes Allen, whose movie Powerbomb is on iTunes and all your streaming platforms right now. Fucking Powerbomb. Um, But I am going to try to support more of the the indie type wrestling because I don't know. This is this has changed. This has changed my headspace. Um, You know, you know know? what I'd love. You know what I'd love for you to do if uh, we so that we'd essentially be going in halvesies on this. Get a subscription to Stardom, okay? Because <laughs> I, because I would love, I would love to see, I would love to see uh, the the Japanese women tearing stuff up, and I mean, you know, anything that lets me see B Priestley more, I'll I'll be into that, dude. Absolutely, I'm into that too. So, yep, you guys know what to do. Hell yeah, we out this bitch. Or something. It's the most terrible sign off. <laughs> this sign off is almost like how a uh, episode of the draft starts. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just fucking. You don't know what's going on. You it, don't. Ev- eventually, you realize what's going on. Except for in this version, it's probably just like I guess we stop talking or something. No, I think I can. I think I could drop like a. Go out on this if you want it. Um, like here we go. Let me just let me just go off the dome. All right, go off the hey, dome. Hey everybody, all you listeners, let's drink some tea and eat some crumpets. And new. Okay, Colonel. Now you got us all scared to death. What what do you and the special forces think I ought to do about your psycho out there? Let him go. Do what? For now. Diffuse the whole situation. Diffuse him. Provide a little gap and let him slip through it. Then put out a nationwide APB. In a couple of weeks, you'll pick him up in Seattle or someplace working in a car wash. There'll be no fight and nobody else will get hurt. I do my own work. 
I don't figure the best way to do that is to close my eyes and then hope he gets picked up in Seattle. Well, if you send your people in there after him, they'll get killed. You know, we're just a small, hick town sheriff's department, Colonel, but we're expected to do our duty, just like our heroes in the special forces. In special forces, we teach our people to stay alive in the line of duty. No shit. I never thought of that. You want a war you can't win? Are you telling me that 200 men against your boy is a no-win situation for us? You send that many, don't forget one thing. What? A good supply of body bags. Troutman! I don't know which side you're on, Troutman. I still think you came out here just to cover your ass. But if you're serious about taking Rambo out clean, follow me.